as we prepare to take the Lord's Supper together, um, I want to read some portions of the book of Colossians. Before we do that, I want to say amen to the sermon that was just given. And if you agree with the things that were taught, let, would you say with me, amen? amen? Appreciate so much the message that Ben gave us. And um, I know there may be a lot of questions that come from messages like this, a lot of uh, things that may be stirred up in your mind. I hope you'll be uh, willing to talk with us about that. I know Ben is always open to that, uh, as are all of us. And so uh, you may be wrestling with this in a lot of different ways, uh, the things that we discussed today. I hope that you'll uh, give us an opportunity to, uh, to help you with that and to love you as, as Christ has loved you. Uh, in the book of Colossians, I want to begin reading in verse 13 of chapter 1. We're just going to read uh, three portions from this book as we prepare to take the supper together. First, uh, Colossians 1 and verse 13 beginning. For he, that is God, rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is also the head, head of the body, the church, and he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. So that he himself will have come to have first place in everything. For it, is, it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross, through him, I say, whether things on, on earth or things in heaven. And although you were formerly alienated, hostile in mind, engaged in evil deeds, he has now reconciled you in his fleshly body through death in order to present you before him holy and blameless beyond reproach. First thing I want you to notice here is that God has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into a new kingdom talking in the sermon about revolutions we are part of a new kingdom and our identity is not wrapped up in the kingdoms of this world or the cultures of this world or the nations of this world we have we are part of a holy nation that god has created through jesus christ in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins and as we take the supper we need to think about and reflect upon what it cost God to bring us into this kingdom. As I think about uh, many of the challenges of living in a broken world that Ben was talking about, there's a lot of things about living in this world that are hard. What is, I think, encouraging, comforting, strengthening to us is to know that God himself entered into the brokenness of this world. And when Jesus left heaven and came down to earth, he chose to share in our brokenness. He chose to share in the consequences of sins that he never committed. 
He chose to suffer in our place on the cross and through his blood to wash us clean from all sin. Think about this. He's the firstborn from the dead. He was the first to go from death back to life. Therefore, look at chapter 2 and in verse 13. When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions. What does Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection mean? Well, it means that also we too have been made alive. We who were dead in our sins have been resurrected to new life with him. We're part of a kingdom. We're also part of his resurrection. Though Jesus died on the cross, he was raised up. He's the firstborn of the dead. And he's the firstborn because there are more to come after him. What a blessing it is that we get to be children of God, raised up from the dead to be able to walk in newness of life. We celebrate that together today as we take this supper together. Lastly, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Did you hear that? Your life is hidden with Christ. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. I remember when I was uh, young, I went to middle school. Some of you guys have come from other countries. I I've heard from some of you that it's not like this in, in other countries growing up. But uh, for, for me growing up, and probably for some of you who grew up in schools here in the U.S., um, there was always a pride about your school. Um, I remember we, when I was in middle school, there was a pride. There was an identity. We would wear the clothing of our school to represent the school because we were not part of that rival high school. We were part of this high school, and that's, that became a part of our identity. We represented it through the clothing that we wore. Um, uh, it was interesting, though. Once, we, once I got to high school, the middle school stuff, like, I, that was no longer a part of my identity anymore. It was like, who cares about middle school? We got something cooler now. I, I, I was part of Columbus East High School. I got a jacket they got to wear, you know, the Letterman jacket and all that. I even got one patch to go on the back of it for uh, being not very good at tennis, but just good enough to get a patch, you know. Um, and, uh, and so now I have a new identity. I'm, I'm no longer Central Middle School. I'm Columbus East High School. But even that, once I went to college, like, forget that. You know, now college is way better than high school. Now my identity's wrapped up in my college. And, 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 and you know, you get the clothes to wear, uh, the, you know, the, uh, to represent your school. And some of you still see me representing, uh, at times, the schools that I went to uh, in college. Um, there's a sense in which wh what school you're part of becomes your identity. And I want to remind you that what Ben said is absolutely true. When we chose to Jesus as our teacher, when we chose to say for the rest of my days, I'm gonna be a student of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus, 
We have joined a school. It is our identity. It is our life. Christ is our life. And let me just say it this way. Your job is not your life. Your sexuality is not your life. Your culture, your nation that you came from, or the country in which you live is not your life. Christ is your life. And I want to tell you, that is a blessing. That is the greatest blessing there is in this world. Because if Christ is your life, then your life is hidden with Christ. And when Christ is revealed, you also will be revealed with Him in glory. And we gathered together today to remember Jesus' body, which was broken on the cross. To remember Jesus' body, which was raised up from the dead. To remember that Jesus is King and that we've been transferred into His kingdom. We gathered together today to celebrate what we experience now, our life being Christ, is just, a, just a, a foretaste of what is to come. We take this meal together, this tiny little feast, in anticipation of a far greater feast that is to come when we will one day be reunited in glory with the Lord.